time to wake up. It's Saturday morning. Find some milk and cereal. Grab a bowl and spoon. No, a bigger spoon. Head to the living room and take a seat on the floor. But Joseph and Chris present to you... Saturday Morning Cartoon! Hello everybody, welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom! This is a show where we wake up with a Saturday morning sun, plop down a living room for the Big Wolf Sugary Cereal, and watch all your favorite cartoons, both old and new. I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. And this morning, we watched Mutant League. Kind of. Like, the series, but compiled into a movie. I don't know, we'll explain. So, Mutant League aired from 94 to 96. It was created by Michael Mendheim, produced by Scott Templeton and Frank Biasi. Ran for two seasons, 40 episodes. I don't know what network it aired on. It was really hard to find information on this show. So it it was probably syndicated. So it probably ran on multiple networks would be my assumption. Uh, If not, then definitely a local, definitely like a, uh, like CBS or ABC or something like that. But I I wanted to, I wanted to say like ABC or Fox or something during the week days like not even a saturday morning not even a weekend yeah i don't even think it was on the weekend i'm because i distinctly remember watching this like before school and that's kind of the same with me like i vaguely remember watching it but i couldn't place when like i don't remember watching it like before school but i also don't remember watching it on weekends so i'm like when did this fall into my life no idea for a short synopsis of this uh this is like it's gonna be bad okay hold on they're pumped up mutant athletes and they're ready to rumble on the playing field these hunks of bone and muscle were mutated by toxic gas unleashed in a massive earthquake demonstrating total unsportsmanlike conduct along with super strength sonic speed and unusual abilities they battle in a variety of games for the ultimate trophy the mutant league championship sports will never be the same oh man you know what? It, I would probably enjoy it more than sports, like this kind of sports that we actually have now. Uh, Yeah, no, I can agree to that. And that's one of the things. Well, I'll get into it. I'll get into it. Who who were some of the actors in this show, Chris? So for the voice actors, we had Bones Justice voiced by Roman Foster for season one and then Doug Stone for season two. Then we have the Razor Kid voiced by Rich Bullioid for season one and Jerry Lee for season two. Sherry Steele voiced by Katie Starr for season one and Barbara Jean Harrison for season two. Katie Slayer was voiced by Mark Fleischer. Zalgor Prig voiced by Jim Herbie. And Bob Babel, the announcer, voiced by Robert Brousseau. Let me tell you something about the announcer. That yeah. <laughs> that was the most annoying part of this show to me right just, off the bat because yep. he's constantly shouting. My, I was getting like a I, you know how like sometimes when you hear things you like gasp for air a little bit like it you feel it kind of in your body that it's taking stuff like I don't know I don't know how to explain it but like while I was hearing him screaming at us like I was losing my breath because I was like uh, like that's <laughs> too much <laughs> he's just like Bob Babble here yeah and voiced by Robert Brousseau we're watching the Mutant League but it's that constantly and it's, if it was like an every once in a while like maybe five to ten second spot that'd be fine but it was like whole uh five minute stretches of him reading like that and it's like oh, oh god this yeah. is annoying i'm gonna have so much to say about that guy once we get into this fantastic so uh actually uh what memories do you have of the show you said you remember watching it yeah i definitely i i remember liking it for the most part as a kid 
other than like some of it grossed me out because it was kind of gory for a kids show. Sure. Honestly. Um, and, and I, there were times that like, it kind of made me queasy and, and got to me a little bit, but I liked the characters and stuff. I did watch it quite a bit. Um, I had favorite characters. I liked Bones Justice, and now that I'm an adult, I don't know why I liked Bones Justice. <laughs> um, but my favorite character we didn't even see in this thing that we watched, which was um, Laser Ooze. I don't I remember that guy. What, what was he? He was just Ooze. Like, <laughs> he was a- anthropomorphic Ooze, basically. He was just this big, <laughs> slimy guy. Nice. He was my He was my favorite character. Um, he was just this like sky blue kind of ooze thing. I remember like wanting toys of Mutant League and I don't know if they didn't make any or I just never could find any. So I eventually I used to play with a lot of clay when I was a kid. So I eventually made my own laser ooze um, <laughs> since toy he, out of clay. Since he's anthropomorphic ooze, seems like that would have been pretty easy to make at least. Yeah, well, like I got like really in, I like. Gave him like insides that were like green and stuff, and oh, then I nice. put the blue on the outside, so, so that if he like splatted against something like in the show, you would see like all the slime go everywhere. Oh stuff. man! So was yeah. he like? Uh, do you remember from the Ninja Turtles cartoon Mutagen Man? Was he like that in the sense that he was see through with you could see his organs and stuff inside or what? No, no, he was just he was a solid color. Okay, so he's just slime. Gotcha. Yeah, he was a slime, and he tended to explode a lot. You know, he was actually, he was on a rival team for a while, I think, called the Ooze. Yeah. And I remember they had, like, yellow jerseys, and for whatever reason, they got cut completely out of this version that we watched. But um, at one time, I remember something happened, and their team got shut down for some reason, but I think that Laser eventually ended up joining the mutants or or Bones offered him a position and he either took it or he said no. But like <laughs> they they became like instead of rivals, like they he had like respect for Bones and stuff, gotcha. whereas he used to be like a big rival of his. So hmm. he's an interesting character. I think he was he was by far the best character on the show. I really feel I which, feel like I missed out not seeing Laser Ooze then. I think I got to make sure that's his actual name. But I, I'm like 99% sure. Okay, no, I was wrong. His name is Liquid Laser. Liquid Laser. Okay. Team captain of the ooze. His name's Liquid Laser. Oh. Yes. But anyway, so Liquid Laser, he was my favorite. Not Laser Ooze. I was getting things confused. Yeah, that rhymes. Laser nice. Ooze confused. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I, I guess, I mean,. I mean, well, memory-wise, mine's, like I was saying earlier, I remember having seen it, but I couldn't place the time nor the the day of the week when I saw it. I remember more playing the video games, which I really enjoyed, and uh, I still, like, would step back periodically even now and play some. I think they were only on Sega Genesis, though. Yeah, I did play the hockey one, but I didn't play the, was it football? Yeah, there's also a football one. Yeah, I never played football, but I did play hockey, and it was fun. Yeah. And you're right. Yeah, it was Sega. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I guess let's go ahead and jump into, I, I mean, I, I could say the episodes because really what what we watched was, it, it's impossible to find these episodes anywhere. They're, they were never released on oh, home video. Did you have any marshmallows? Well, no. For one, soggy, stale, pretty gross marshmallow in our big bowl of Mutant League cereal. Uh, this show was really hard to find information on, and I guess there wasn't a lot interesting about it. 
The only VHS release that it had was this compilation of a few episodes into a 69-minute movie. And that is what we watched for today's show because right. we could not find anywhere like not to purchase, not to rent, not to stream. Nowhere did this show exist in the chronicles of the internet. Like I Which is it, crazy. That's even yeah, it's crazy to even think about that. Like I even looked through Reddit, like the pit of the internet, and I couldn't find any way to f- locate these episodes. Man, I went into the dark web and couldn't even find it. Right. Like <laughs> You would think that'd be a perfect place for Mutant League, but no. All no, that we all. all that we were able to locate was this movie that was a compilation of maybe four or five episodes, and it was uh, continuous episodes. There, it was a there was continuity to it, like it was all leading up to a certain kind thing. Kind of, yeah. But it also leaves out some big parts of the show, uh, like like you said, the other teams that were there. Like there were maybe uh, I think there were like four actual teams. I'm gonna look. Yeah, there was definitely like I think we only saw three in what we watched, but there was at least four for sure because, like I said, the ooze was a team and it was completely cut out of the version of this thing that we yeah. watched. So there were the Midway Monsters, which is our main team with Bones Justice, right. Razor Kid, uh, Moe and Sputer, the Troll Twins, and Dark Star, uh, who is just a tough like hybrid mutant. And yeah. then there was the Slay City Slayers that was a. Uh, headed by KT Slayer and had some other random people in it. That was owned by Prig. And then the Derangers, the Screaming Evils, the Ooze, and that's it. So there were, I guess, a total of five teams. All four of the other teams mentioned, I believe, were owned by Prig. So the reason that the Midway Mutants were the underdog is because they were their own team owned by a different owner. Yeah, right. I I thought there was another one called like the Mad Men or something like that. There's a character called like Mad Man or Mad Dog or something. That's the dude oh, yeah, who looked that's like that dog. Yeah, yeah, he looked like a hyena or he laughed like a hyena, but he looked kind of like right. a Anubis dog. Okay, that's right. Yeah. What I'm leading up to is that like it was it was tough to find anything about the show when we have this movie. It kind of works in what we were looking for because it was three or four episodes in itself. But let's talk about this. Let's break it down a little bit to Ugh. the. <laughs> The premise of it was that uh, we've got, so we've got Zalgor Prig, who is the, oh, well, hold on. Even before that, these are mutants because there was this huge earthquake in uh, 2004. This is back, okay, so it was aired yeah, in you 94. you remember that earthquake? Yeah, I remember the giant earthquake of the 10.3 earthquake that ripped the stadium apart and released radioactive gases and toxic liquids to melt the skin of others that. and mutate it's everyone else. It's in the history else. books. Yeah, yeah, of course. Just look back and you'll see this and find out that these people, and this was like you were saying about this being kind of graphic. This is the intro where you see like the skin melting off of uh, Bones Justice's father. And right. because he's, it's during a football game and uh, the humans who did survive this, and it even shows some people like dead, not like their whole bodies, but you can see them just like laying there. The people who did survive this uh, toxic leak or this earthquake that released toxic gases and liquids turned into these mutants that happen to have you know super human powers and consider themselves superior to humans and so what they did with these abilities was form a sports group or a a sports league called the mutant league and that's how we get to this and it's not like just one sport it's almost like um 
like it's almost kind of like an Olympics ish sort of thing in that there's basketball, there's yep. baseball, there's hockey, like Football. everything. Yeah. And and for the teams, it's like each player participates in every sport. So it's it's interesting in that way. In that way, yeah. It's uh <laughs> so apparently this is the exciting and dangerous competition, the most exciting and dangerous competition the world has ever seen. Okay, so like I was saying before, Zalgor Prig is this like big corporate guy who's the owner of these teams. And my assumption is he was slime before he was mutated. And now he's like a, a trollish looking. He's just a monster. He, he's basically. some kind of weird mutated monster now, but he's still got that uh, corporate mentality and that like right. I, I've got all this money. I'm going to spend it on how I want and I'm going to be really deceptive about it. And so he has challenged the Midway Mutants to a sports battle, I guess, uh, for this trophy, this, for the this cup. monster cup. Yeah. And I don't know, just to make because that's really the only team they can challenge because everyone else is owned by him. So just to keep right. people watching mutant sports, uh, we've got instead of um ESPN, we've got MLSN, which is the Mutant League Sports Network, and uh, it's uh, all sports, all mutants, all channels, all the time. So this is all they watch. Like, sports is everything to the mutants. And uh, this network is awful. Oh, it's terrible. Ugh. The worst part of this, and I'm not even saying it's the only bad part, but the worst part of this show was this network coming up with the bad CG and also just interrupting yeah. it. Like if you had cut a lot of that out, this could have been like a 45 minute movie max and right. Could have been better. I don't, I don't know, but the it's constantly between scenes. That's the transition is this MLSN announcements, which is doesn't say anything. And it, at one point it even showed a scene that hadn't even happened yet. Yeah, it did. And uh, like, we're just racing animation and they reuse the animation a lot. And one thing that bugged me is, so what happens is things get interrupted and it's like a guy, you know how ESPN has these before and after shows and stuff like that. And sometimes during breaks in the games, they cut to the guys at the desk and they're just talking about what's going on in the game so far. Okay, so it's like that, except it's this one guy with the most obnoxious voice ever. Mm -hmm. It literally happens like every five minutes. So you barely get any story or anything like that before it gets interrupted with this guy talking about what happened and then doing like player profiles on certain characters and once he did two of them in a row so it literally took like a 10 minute detour from everything that was happening yeah and god it was just so obnoxious like i don't understand like why they thought this was a good idea and i mean it wouldn't have been so bad if the announcer wasn't so terrible like his voice was the most obnoxious thing like I honestly have to say this was almost unwatchable because of this. That's what I'm saying, man. It was that constant shouting. It got to me so much. Like my ears were hurting. I was like gasping for breath. I was like, oh, <laughs> I can't watch this. I cried. I cried <laughs> a lot. Oh, it, oh, yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> yeah. Let's I mean, let's focus on the non transitional scenes without MLS in because we could go on and on about how much we disliked this guy shouting at us the entire time. Right. And maybe that's sport. I don't watch sports, really. So maybe that's just sport networks in general with the sh constant shouting. Maybe it appeals. I can't say. We do learn some tidbits about the characters, though, with those profiles. Like, um, we get to see... Okay, basically, the way that they're mutated, 
all you have to do is look at what they're mutated into and add an oid to the end of it. Like Bones right. Justice is a skeletoid. Uh, Razor Kid is a lizoid. Yeah. And et cetera, et cetera, because he's a big lizard. So and uh, Bones Justice, obviously, by the name Bones, is a skeleton. His father was Butch Justice, who is a football hero, the first guy to get kind of mutated, I guess. As a kid, Bones got to watch his father's skin melt off. So that had to be awesome. And, and then, then and his skin melted off, too. Yeah. Right yeah. There. And then he's not like a traditional skeleton. He's a buff looking skeleton with really thick bones and like and, and you cool know, shades. His giant his chest is huge. It's like almost like armor plates. Yeah. Like more of like a, a more of a carapace dinosaur or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Like big giant things like on his chest. And like he doesn't have like ribs like a skeleton does like they're all connected like it's all like solid you know oh man let me tell you for a second something that made me laugh before i forget it because i don't want to the human uh person in this shelly i think her name was yeah yeah she shelly Steele. she's a she's a reporter for the human side so we know just from her that humans do still exist this earthquake i guess only hit this pocket of the world right. and they've just kind of sectioned themselves off to do mutant sports things but we still have a human reporter coming in and what's funny and we don't get to see it in these episodes because we well we kind of do i guess but she is actually a love interest of bones justice and that cracked me <laughs> up the fact that not not that he's interested in her but she <laughs> falls for him yeah, I was. He always wears sunglasses, which is stupid. He wears these sunglasses, and when he gets angry, his eyes, his eyes like glow red. Uh, but um, these sunglasses are always on, though. It never takes them off. Oh, um. So I think we need to set the stage before we go on. Is that the underlying plot of this entire thing is that Bones's dad disappeared that day of the earthquake? Like they never after recovered the, a body after the mutation. Or yeah. Yeah. So. He's always felt like something else happened and, you know, everyone else just assumes, oh, he's dead. You know, he's gone. They didn't find a body, but he's gone. Yeah. And Bones is kind of like always felt like he might still be out there. And then he catches wind of something that, yeah, his dad is still alive somewhere and obviously thinks that Prig has something to do with it, which, of course, he does. He's like the only bad guy here. So, of course, it's him. So that is the underlying theme of pretty much the whole show, I think, it, honestly. Yeah, it, it really is, because Bones is the main character, and that is his struggle, is to find his father, who he believes is still alive. Right. And so going into this, I mean, a lot of it is just them going through these individual sports. I think they play maybe, uh, was it, five or six different they sports? play five sports. Yeah. They're they're going through them. We don't have to go through them all individually. We can just point out some things about them that were of sure. interest. For one, decapitation is a common thing, and in the, yeah. in the in the video games, if you get you know ripped apart, you're dead. Like that's it. Like your character is dead. But in the show, of course, since it's a cartoon, and I guess to make it less gruesome, first of all, the blood's <laughs> green. The blood's all green because if you do yeah. that, it's not real blood anymore, and you can show as much as you want. And secondly, they have this thing called the rejuvenator, which is a chamber that they go into. They get toxic, more toxic waste poured on them. 
It, apparently it's painful too, but it rejuvenates them so they can come back to play in future games. And that's after being decapitated, after being torn limb from limb, pretty much anything you do, you can get thrown in the rejuvenator and it just takes more days if you're completely ripped apart. Right. And they they actually give like a little commercial for the rejuvenator that explains this whole thing. And, and it's and got that, that terrible CG like. Yeah, it's so bad. Thing. Yeah, it, it it looks worse than like um like it, it, the graphics of the original Warcraft look better <laughs> than uh yeah this thing we saw. So it explains that mutants can't die from their wounds, or that at least it's never happened to date. Yeah. So which also for is another reason I'm like, well, obviously then that Bones' dad is alive because he was changed into a mutant before you know, he disappeared or whatever. But everyone's like, oh, no, sorry, he's gone, he's dead. And I'm like, well, you guys can't die. Yeah. So obviously he's not dead. So but anyway, yeah, I remember that. And, like, I'm like, okay, as a kid, I think that made me feel a little better. But, like, seriously, like, some of, like, I mean, it's a cartoon, but this is seriously graphic, man. Like, some of the stuff I remember feeling sick to my stomach a few times watching this. Like, I remember one episode in particular, like, um, one of the the twin trolls got like sliced in half, mm-hmm. and I remember feeling really sick. And actually, in fact, too, like in this, there was one guy on another team that got his torso like cut open, and like his intestines spill out. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of blue, like gunky rope looking stuff, like spills out all over the place. Yeah, I'm like, dude, that is really messed up to have in a kid's cartoon. It was disgusting. Right. If you just changed the color palette of this, this would be so gruesome. Like if you just changed all the blood to red and the yeah. organs to reddish, then this would be incredibly gruesome. There's, yeah. it's constant like being ripped apart. Like, uh, not only that, but using body parts against them like okay so right. uh, at one point i think um kt slayer rips off his own head and throws it at bones justice so that he can't make a, a basket when they're playing basketball it's even weirder than that is like he doesn't even have to use his arms like he does this thing oh he like shoots it yeah he, like shoots his head is like head just rips off his neck and goes firing across the court KT Slayer hits one of the other, like hits a ball to another player and it goes through his head, but it, oh, gets, yeah. it gets stuck inside of his head. I, I so, like that part, actually. I thought that was funny. That was pretty funny. And it counts as a catch because it didn't touch the ground. He still technically yeah, it caught got it. got stuck in the guy's head. Even though he, the guy has to be, you know, taken to the rejuvenator, like he still counts as a catch because it got stuck in his head. Did you notice... That these guys are constantly just walking around in their underwear, like, all the time. I thought for the longest time that Bones Justice was just walking outside naked. There there was one scene where I think he was naked. Yeah. Um, That's what but I, yeah, like, when he was down. always just wearing undies, walking around everywhere. Even when they talk to the press, they're wearing underwear. Yeah. Well, because, and they have this, okay, so sumo is another thing they do for some reason. Right. Out of all the sports, <laughs> they do sumo as one of the things. And that's them all in their underwear. They don't even have like proper, you know, sumo gear or the belts or anything. They just wear their underwear. Yeah, not at all. There was, there's monster truck racing, of course, because it wouldn't be sports without monster truck racing. And it's like everything's horribly rigged by um, Prig. Yeah, Prig rigs everything. KT Slayer being the head of the Slayer team is also the primary antagonist who's active in the sports. And he's, 
He's a really good player, too. He he hasn't been dethroned. Midway Mutants are the underdog team because I think they they were in last place in the league. And so yes. it's only recently, at least where the series is when we started watching it, that they have risen to the point where they can challenge the Slayers and compete for this trophy. And I think part of that is because, well, and, and we didn't get to see it in this, but if I remember the original story was that they acquired Razor Kid because Razor Kid was fresh out of college and originally went to the Slayers. And then I think like he was so turned off by like how terrible all of them were. He went and joined the Midway Monsters instead. And then I think that maybe that might be part of the reason why they're doing so good. But like, which is weird because they always talk about how good Bones Justice is and how he's like the best player in the league and stuff like that. But he's been doing it for 10 years. And if they're just now winning games. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't that great. But when we're seeing him with the rest of his team, the most of his team is kind of crappy. Like, especially like for as good as Razor Kid's supposed to be like, well, okay, I guess you could chalk it up to him being kind of a showboat, too. Like he. Yeah. Yeah. He's constantly trying to just like uh, impress everybody and talk about his tail and whatever because he's got a big lizard tail. He gets his tail ripped off at one point and that puts him out of commission because I guess yeah. that throws him off, throws off his game. I remember like he he almost every episode, I swear he gets his tail ripped off. <laughs> it's a it's an easy thing to do for a lizard, a lizoid, sorry. I even remember like some episode where they got lost somewhere in like snowy mountains and they're starving and like the team makes him rip his own tail off so they can eat it for food. Oh my gosh, that's <laughs> gruesome. Yeah, and they they cook it and everything, and they eat it and eventually his tail just starts growing back. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, that's technically, I guess, a lizard's wood, but that's still weird. Did he eat his own tail, too? Yeah, they all did. Wow. Okay. They all were eating his tail. That's a whole other thing. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This show was very predictable in the sense that you know that the Midway Monsters are going to win somehow, surmount these odds, but it keeps doing a thing where it's like, well, if they just win one more, you know, it'll be best you know, two out of three or three out of five and they'll be the winners. And it's like, well, of course they're not going to win, but how are they not going to win? And then, right. so it takes you down that road a lot. And then you've got this, the backstory or the, the sub story where Bones is looking for his father and he, he's not a great detective and he pretty much just confronts Prig about it at one point. And they make a bet that if they can win this final match, then he has to tell him what he wants to know about his father. And if he doesn't, then he'll join Bones will join the Slayers or he'll join Prig's team because that's what he right. that's what Prig's ultimate goal is because he knows how good of a player Bones supposedly is. So he wants him on his team. But since he still has morals, I guess he since his last name is Justice, like he's all about that. He's Justice. the protagonist of this, even though he's still <laughs> Uh, a mutant who rips other mutants apart for the pleasure of the crowd. I gotta, I gotta tell you, man. Like Bones Justice is disappointing. He's such a crybaby <laughs> in the episode, in this thing we watched. Like he's just, he's so emo. Like he's just oh, always brooding completely over his dad. And there's just like one part where he's just like, oh, I just, I don't know what to do, and he just walks away from the team for the, for a game or two. He doesn't participate because yeah. he's just, oh, he just can't do. It. I don't know what to do. And so it's just uh, it's so stupid. What's funny is like they I did they win one of the matches without him? 
Or no, I think they lost, but they were doing really well for a while without him. Yeah, they, is... they were doing okay without him, but they they lost the match right before he came back. And right, uh, it was an important one that they needed to win, and they would have closed it out had they won it. I think. I mean, speaking of him being emo, like at one point he goes, like he he walks in his underwear or naked, one of the two, down yeah. to the creek, and he's skipping rocks. Oh yeah, he is. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is, this is not Dawson's Creek. This is Mutant League. Like, what are you doing? It was so stupid. And then um, the last game, he gets quote unquote injured because it, ha- it was the basketball game. And then KT Slayer shot his head, hit him in the back. And I'm like, dude, like all he did is he got hit in the back. There was no visible damage. He lost no limbs. He didn't have any cracks in his bones or nothing. Where, you know, other players are constantly getting limbs ripped off. And he's just like, oh, I, I can't go on. Yeah. And he has to he has to not play the rest of the game. I'm like, really? Really, dude? You got, like, the wind knocked out of you, if that's even possible, being a freaking skeleton. And you can't play <laughs> the rest of the match. But, of course, because he is the main character, so it comes down to, like, a, a foul at the very end. And, and the they're tied. Oh, and then, yeah, and then Prig is like, because the person the who person got, got fouled yeah. got, had, was decapitated, so he couldn't go right. on. So they're like, all right, we get to pick somebody on the bench to do it according to the rules. So we're going to pick Bones Justice. Why would he pick Bones Justice? Why would this was Prig's choice, too, I think. So, yeah, it was. Why, knowing that he's as good of a player as he supposedly is, and he only got hit in the back with the head, he's had time to recuperate. Why would you pick him? That was the worst decision right. a villain could make. Because they thought he was seriously injured, even though he showed no damage whatsoever. Uh, he just sinks the ball easily. Like, not even, like... Yeah, like it's not even, like, a, it doesn't even, like, hit the rim and, like, roll around it or anything. It's just, like... Swish right in. right in. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, obviously, that's going to happen. Oh, also in the basketball, like these are all like none of them are like fancy fields or anything. Most of them are done on dirt, including the basketball. But on the basketball court, the dirt basketball court, you could hear like squeaking shoes, you know, like you would in a basketball game if it was like the oh, actual yeah. the tile flooring and, or the waxed floor, whatever it is. Not that that's a huge deal, but that was just funny to me that they made the dirt squeak with the shoes to try to make it more like basketball. <laughs> That's kind of funny. They probably just didn't even think about it, and they're like, oh, basketball game, so they probably just took sound clips yeah, from basketball, know, from an actual game and threw it in there. You know, one thing that tr- drove me nuts about this entire thing, it, aside from the whole, you know, the news part of it, that constantly interrupted, and the bad CGI in those shots, and Bones being just the biggest crybaby ever is that the editing of this was so terrible oh the voice how you know how there was some like the so voices much, were terrible too how there was so much space between some of the dialogue where they yes. it would be like say something and then pause and then they would respond it's like come on it's not even like tightly compacted yeah. the editing was awful and one of my favorite one of my favorites was i think the very first game was a football game and for the very beginning you're hearing a crowd cheer but there is not a single person in the stands while the game is going. And there's four <laughs> players on the field and that's it. And then halfway through this game, all of a sudden they have like full teams and then there's a crowd in the background. And, but whenever they like have a tighter, just for the sake of it, like a tighter shot on some of the players, instead of like the camera being out further, the crowd is gone again. Yeah. 
And so it's like, obviously looks like it had been things from other episodes edited together to make this game. And it was terrible. Yeah, there was a lot of inconsistencies in that animation. At a certain point, I just had to kind of ignore it because I knew that was going to be part of the course for the rest of the the movie, quote unquote. Yeah. Predictably, the mutants win this battle and they win the cup. They get this the trophy and a million dollars from Prig because that was also on the line. And they donate that to the hospital. And uh, what kind of didn't upset me so much is just like disappoint me was the fact that the so the bet was like I was saying earlier to tell Bones more about his father. But immediately, like after that scene, like Prig is just like destroy all the evidence of Bones' right. father. I never want him to find his father. And, and then and they don't ever bring it up. No, he doesn't even ask. Like he's not like, well, nope. like time to go learn about my dad or anything. It's just like, well, that's the end of that. Yeah, it's almost like, and what was interesting is the money I don't think had been mentioned until like towards the end of that match. And they're like, oh, you're going to have to pay up. And I'm like, uh, okay. no, he said he said the million dollars earlier, like at the very beginning. Oh, OK. I was just like, man, like, yeah, they get this money. They donate it, but just completely drop. The, I mean, the whole progression of this entire story was obtaining information about his dad and then they forget to do it. <laughs> Yeah, he it's, it's so he, nonsensical. It's what he's been crying about the whole episode. And then the he forgets thing. about it. Uh, uh, oh, God. Like I was waiting for a scene after the locker room scene at the end where they're talking about it. And then it just ends. Uh, it's like, what? I was so frustrated. Yeah. I'm like, I sat through this entire show <laughs> and they didn't even resolve the one thing they were. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. I needed resolution and I got nothing like give me something man you tortured me for 69 minutes or whatever this was <laughs> it was yeah Ugh. i gotta yeah. say you know what when we were talking about like things that we remember from this show and i was really sad that we couldn't find actual episodes because i wanted to watch this episode but there's one episode of mutant league that was they just did a complete rendition of enter the dragon that bruce lee movie with Bones Justice in Bruce Lee's position and stuff like that. I mean, like the whole karate tournament on this island. Oh. And even like, you know, they had some of the main characters stand in for the characters in the movie. So the same things get happen, like happen to them. The ones that die, you know, get extremely injured and have to go to the rejuvenation tank and all that kind of stuff. And I remember really, really, really enjoying that episode. So I'm really sad we didn't get to see that. Yeah, and there's also in within the league, there's at one point, and the episode that I had wanted to see also was one that was, it introduced female players into the yes. Mutant League, and I was like, that's yeah. going to be cool to see the diversity there, but then we get to see zero of that in the episodes we watched. Yeah, it's so unfortunate. Like, you know what, I feel like this is kind of the same case as Turbo Teen, where society <laughs> was so ashamed of Turbo Teen that they erased almost all existence yeah. of it on the internet. But I think Mutant League, I think, was erased even more than Turbo Teen was. Yes. Like, there is way less information about Mutant League than Turbo Teen, which is hard to believe, but it's true. You know, I saw, just real quick on Turbo Teen, I saw a kind of a nod to it in Rick and Morty. Actually, really? you, you haven't seen that show yet, but I'm going to, when we do watch that show, because it was requested... I'll yes, pick was. that episode because I want you to see that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, 
Well, Chris, it looks like it's about time we mutate our inner kids into skeletoids, you know, for the proper perspective, and see what they thought of the Mutant League movie. This cartoon was kind of gross and had me confused. I mean, I like gross, but some of the grossness just made me sad. And Bones was a big crybaby. And then the announcer guy, ah, uh, he had me wanting to tear my own head off. I could only give this cartoon two bowls of could have been better cereal out of five. Now I have to release my own noxious gas and see if it turns me into a mutant. Bye. While I am a fan of the Mutant League video games, and I do like the idea of monsters and mutants ripping each other limb from limb while they play various sports ball games, this movie kind of let me down. The voice acting seemed really phoned in, the story's outcome was extremely predictable, and the subplot involving Bones Justice's father had zero payoff. Overall, I'd give Mutant League the movie, the show, whatever, two big bowls of decapitation crunch cereal out of five. Cool idea, poor execution. Get it? Because they kind of, like, execute people on the field? Sorry, that was lame. I should have written for Mutant League. <laughs> okay, your kid was, I like that. Good job, kid. Oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that so hard, but I did. It's already happened. It's too late. Don't encourage me. <laughs> Any final thoughts about this one? Final thoughts, I mean, like I said, the idea is cool, and maybe they just compiled the worst episodes together that we could have watched. So I'm not saying that it's an unwatchable show, but if you're going into this thinking it's going to be good uh, and you have good nostalgia about it, be really careful when you watch this movie because I think a lot of that's going to be taken away. My my advice would be just to leave well enough alone, assume it was as good as you remember it being, and leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, if you can ever find the actual show somehow... For one, let us know. And for two, watch the actual show. Don't watch this movie because it's awful. Like like I said, some of the worst editing I've ever seen. The story isn't cohesive. It's constantly being interrupted. There is no resolution at the end that it builds up to through the entire thing. And that announcer is so obnoxious. Like, I honestly would say this movie is unwatchable because I almost... Like, I, I didn't know if I could make it through this, man. Like, I <laughs> seriously considered, like, maybe this isn't, maybe we shouldn't be doing this one. But we had already, we had already said it on the episode that came out last Saturday that yeah. we were doing it. But yeah, honestly, this is unwatchable. I've never said that about anything before because I think that's so pretentious. But it's it's that bad. So don't do it. And like the the reason I gave this a two instead of a one or even a zero, like I gave Turbo Teen a one, is because I know that without this, the horrible editing of this quote unquote movie and without that announcer and stuff like that, that the, the TV show was better. But because this was episodes of, of the TV show edited together, and seeing like how some of the characters talked and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, the, the show was definitely not as good as I <laughs> remember it being. But it was better than... I knew it would. It was better than what this movie is that we watched. Because this just... They sabotaged themselves making this thing. Completely. Like, it should not have been made. And this is the only home video release that there is of this show. Is this compiled movie. So if anybody out there like has the actual show somewhere and not this piece of hot garbage let us know because i'm really interested 
and seeing the actual show. Who suggested this, by the way? This was something you suggested a long time ago. Oh, okay. Like, you, you suggested this in, like, October for our Halloween thing. Oh. But, but then we were like, no, it's sports. Let's save it for Super Bowl, Sports Bowl, whatever yeah, it is. right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I, I'm, I blame you for this. This yeah. is a terrible idea. I've blocked that out of my own mind. I forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm ashamed. Yeah. I'm sorry if anybody is a big fan of Mutant League, but appreciate what you had. Still love the video games, but do not watch this movie. If you like Mutant League at all, do yourself a favor. Do not watch it. Yeah. Just appreciate your memories of it. Yes. Well, listeners, it looks like our milk supply has now run dry, so it's time for us to say goodbye. Next week, we'll be watching Mysterious Cities of Gold, submitted via email by Shane. What is that? I've never heard of that. I haven't either. So this will be this will be brand new and interesting for both of us. Awesome. Maybe. It's got to be better Maybe. than Mutant League. That's going to be my new... Probably. I know. That's going to be my new um, Slimer in the real Ghostbusters is Mutant League. <laughs> I forgot about how bad that one was, too. Ugh. Oh, boy. Yep. We do it for you guys, so you're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. And we'll see you next Saturday. Presented by NerdSloth. A place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdslot so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdslot.com. 